Hello and welcome to the Outlier Marketer Show. I'm your host, Praveen Shekhar, an Outlier Marketer. In this show, we talk to the movers and shakers in the world of marketing, creativity, ideation, especially those who think, act, and are quite different. Today, we have one such person with us, Harish Kumar. Harish is an artist, he's a filmmaker, a professional speaker, a magician on how you can transform yourself on stage be it the regular stage or the virtual one. His signature event involves getting an entire audience to make a movie a sing in a single large canvas in under three hours, and he has done it quite a few times. I know Harish across multiple facets as an entrepreneur, a professional speaker, a creator, an artist, a videographer, cinematographer, ad man, and we are going to be talking to Harish on what is creativity. So welcome, Harish, to the, the Outlier Marketer Show. Thank you, Praveen. Pleasure being on the talk show with you. I know uh, talking to you is always a live wire and it's absolute pleasure being here today. Harish, the first question, just to set the stage, you've doubled and uh, into a lot of things and I've done it quite successfully. How does all that fit in into something together? Uh, okay. Um, like most people would say, you know, but I always had a plan. I had a vision, you know, how this is going to be. No, I'm not going to give that kind of a bullshit around in terms. Because what actually happens is when you start off, uh, I had one thing in mind, you know, I'm going to be like a constant explorer. I'm going to be a constant learner. I'm going to try different things that excites me. Because that had always been my mantra. So I've always done things that are always exciting to me in terms of be it art, be it design, be it films. I know it is all revolves around the creative artistic facet of it. But even then, you know, these are all like in its own a different stream of uh, things. And I was always excited. So I always went around uh, learning. And fortunate for me, I had some amazing uh, mentors and experts under whom I learned a lot of stuff. So my learning curve was very interesting and they were very practical people, I would say, because they kind of, you know, cleared all this air and mystery out of my head, you know, to be finish your masters, you're doing film and you think, you know, I'm this million dollar thing, but they say nothing doing, you know, get down to brass tacks, basics. This is how you take up the curve. So I think that uh, was like, and it looked very hazy all along for a lot of years. I would say until a couple of years back, where I would say I was doing this, but I didn't know where I was heading to. But then now when I look back and when I start looking back at the journey of like over two decades and then I say, you know what, okay, these were those dots, you know, what I did. And today I can connect a picture and put it all together by saying, hey, you know what, this is going to shape up how I'm going to head going forward. So I think creativity is that journey, you know, you can't really pin down. You need to travel on the boat. And then you will find those dots and then you start connecting those dots and magic starts to happen. Lovely Harish. Now taking you back to the basics here, what is creativity according to you? A lot of people have a lot of different definitions and all that, but what is Harish's? Okay. I'm not going to give you any Oxford dictionary <laughs> definition for uh, uh, sure in terms of what exactly is creativity. But I think the fundamental aspect of being creative uh, is about that open-mindedness. You know, uh, I always tell people, even in my talks and when I'm talking, you know, people talk always about why. 
in our businesses, in our life. We say, why should I do this? Why am I doing this? Why are they doing this? But the moment people start saying, why not I do this? Or why not I try this? I think that is the fundamental difference I see because moment you start saying, why not? You just think, you know, you are talking about all possibilities and opportunities. So it uh, relates to an idea. It relates to a business. It relates to even our personal life. You know, even at home, when probably your wife or your girlfriend is saying something, why you want to do this? And you say, why not we try this? You know, it suddenly opens up a basket of creativity and creativity actually comes from that, you know, where you're letting lots of ideas to fundamentally flow in, soak it in. And then you start making sense of all the things put together. And to me, uh, creativity is like that funnel. You know, you take all that and then you narrow down. And I think funnel is something you will relate more closer. <laughs> because, the, And it's kind of that kind of a whole idea, you know, where you're there, probably you're taking the audience and filtering and coming down. I would say here it's about ideas and different thoughts. Which you funnel and then you narrow it down and come up with a piece. And that's creativity for me. Brilliant. So here we have the Indian version or the Indian opposite version of Simon Sinek who says, start with why not, find your why not, and that will feed your creativity. Lovely, Harish, lovely. But in the introduction, I did say that you've uh, uh, made corporate honchos, really big shot corporate honchos, shoot movies. I have been a part of an art workshop, which we will talk about later. But the question I'm leading to, Harish, can you really teach people to be creative? Oh, yes. Very beautiful question. Uh, I think when I'm actually talking to a lot of corporates or business groups to whom I do the workshop, the fundamental question comes, you know, ah, creativity, we ideate, what is there to teach? Uh, I would say creativity is not like a textbook formula or something, or I show a PowerPoint with five points, which says, do this, uh, task one, task two, task three, task four. And five, you're creative, you become, no, it does not work that way at all. You know, so what happens in the whole process when I actually work with corporates is understanding a few elements of things, you know, first, like why I said is something like, why not get into that aspect of exploring and learning. Second comes from the very, very big aspect of vulnerability. You know, you're willing to accept what you know, what you don't know. And you're out to tell that to people. And when I talk to most top leaders, they don't want to expose their vulnerable side. Because as they grow up, they put too many layers of shield around them. And that shield has made them to be like very guarded. And that I find as one of the major roadblocks to create because you're not letting things come in. You know, you put a layer, this is what it is. You set your expectations, you set the methodologies, what your team thinks. So your team starts saying, you know what, my boss likes this, he's like this. And nothing else comes beyond that point. So I think first is exploring that vulnerable side. And once you put that out, I say, you start building the whole trust between your team. The team believes, oh, you know what? I can suggest a goofy idea, you know? Even if it is too bad, I'm not going to get fired for that. Uh, and once that bonding is open, you will see all sorts of creative collaboration start. You know, you create that culture. And I think what I go out and teach to organizations and corporates is looking at these facets. 
you know discover in their organization where it's all guarded where it is not opening up or how you have probably there are lots of things into it you know how you have conditioned over the years uh, you know where people get conditioned and we are all conditioned you know right i feel like if this is a controversial statement i always make you know probably schools are killing creativity to the best extent today because they condition the children so much that they say you know what don't think anything out of the system and that's uh, leading to colleges leading to work and that's exactly what we teach you know so i feel teaching is not like a lecture lecture but it's it's more of a discovery call or a discovery exercise which is what we believe is somebody needs to be open enough and moment that can be you can teach the best of creative ideas to uh, do so i don't have to teach them you know i just have to empower you or help you tap your own creative potential and that's what exactly i do so you basically are an onion peeler removing all the shields until the raw me comes out ready to be creative and uh, take it up oh yes beautifully put pravin <laughs> now i want to take you to this art workshop that you did a few years ago for the charter members of tai chennai i would love if you could narrate where the thought process came and what you did i was of course a participant in your workshop but i would love for you to narrate what you did there Ah, okay. Very nice, Pravin, that you brought that up uh, because I think it was one of the earliest workshops that I had done uh, where we were trying to experiment uh, with the idea. So I had always believed in this whole idea is people like what I said, you know, where you need to cross that uh, vulnerability quotient. So we said, uh, so when we pitched this whole idea to Thai, and uh, we said, why don't we do an art base? So initially, there was a lot of reluctance uh, from the group and a lot of charter members. He said, art of all the things, you know, we are going outbound. Who's going to be interested in doing art? Art is like a very school kid, you know. You can do these workshops for kids. I don't think they're all like CEOs and CXOs. I don't think they're going to be interested. Uh, but I did that hard sell of. convincing them is it trust me this, you just pick let's just pick up these materials and let's just go and uh, trust me we'll do this and what got them excited is i told them one business pitch there i said you know what we'll make some canvases and if these canvases we'll try and sell it back to them and raise money for the organization that triggered an idea and they said hey okay there is a revenue potential out of this idea why not okay and there came the whole idea of saying okay let's try it out and when we went out and tried and probably you were party to it so you would know the first thing i had not even started the whole exercise you know i was just doing the ice breaker and i had given the paint and people went crazy just with the paint you know they just went berserk and and they were not kids they were all like senior cs ceos and cxs all of them sitting there but that was that you know the play element so i always tell in creativity one of the most important thing is play so you need to start with play you know it's it's like getting back to being like a child you know what you were as a kid you know you would love to play explore different things pick up fall down again get up and try do that so what we do is part of this thing is to take you back there make you realize by saying you know what now just imagine you were a kid what you would do and suddenly they start they forget what positions of life they were in and they start being that kid and moment they are kid they start developing everything and you saw what happened that day you know 
people from playing around and goofing then they moved to a slightly serious structure where they actually got together three four of them never done an art or and some of them have never even touched canvas or painting and the by the end of an hour or so they were actually ready with a serious canvas all it needed was a one or two tips here and there see that's probably the little technical part of it but you gave them that tip but they made use of all the elements given to them and they came out and best part those canvases got sold and revenue was generated so and i always tell people you know it's it's about getting to do that journey of playing crossing the vulnerability threshold and then all sorts of magic and creativity starts happening oh brilliant harish i was not privy to the the sales that you did to tai chenai earlier on but it is lovely not only did you come up with something new um, to stoke the creativity but also the the end cell which i can comment uh, for the viewers and listeners that these paintings were auctioned at a tai charter member meet and um, about 1.2 lakhs approximately 2000 dollars were collected as charity back in so harish that's a brilliant brilliant case that was also the early stages of our interaction uh, and from uh, a participant in the workshop we've gone ahead to do a whole lot of things now my yeah. next question to you is um, uh, stretching and translation how much can i stretch creativity well i see a really good creative resume i shortlist the person we even recruit the person but that creativity is missing when the person joins the company and um, uh, is given a process to follow it's pretty much like what you told on the school and education front how do we translate that creativity into the organization um, now i'm an entrepreneur so are you we don't have a choice but to be creative and experimental but when you look at an associate what can spark that associate to be creative and continue to be creative oh very very valid question uh, pravin I, I think that's something we battle on a daily basis in terms of how creative and i would get back to like my early days you know when i was a assistant filmmaker at uh, pralad kakar and we were doing ads i don't know one guy actually came with a resume written on an inner garment <laughs> he actually came and said this is my resume so there were like two sets of thoughts running in that room that day where people were saying one felt like hey that's actually so cool and he actually did that and the other side felt it's extremely unhygienic with an idea you know oh it's too disgusting for me to read through that resume you know that's exactly where creativity having a purpose and not having a purpose stands you know it's a literal ad brief <laughs> <laughs> good one good one project <laughs> yes it's, it's exactly like that you know where you're doing that creative work end of the day that creative piece has to make sense for some business otherwise i'm better off doing an artwork of my own for my own satisfaction you know there i am not bound by any other commercial requirement or need whereas when it's in a business cycle where i'm part of an agency or i'm doing a solution for a corporate they are spending that money so be it uh, like right now we're designing on a project where we are designing an exhibition gallery 
I just can't go and do whatever I feel like just because there's somebody giving me the money and I have the creativity. I just go and do whatever I feel like. No, there is a purpose. There is a vision, and you have a goal to be achieved. In that goal, how creative can I get in terms of how it is represented, how it is taken shape, and that's the difference. And people need to know that you know it is just not like just because creativity does not mean you do any random. stuff under the sun you know that for that go home do your own stuff you know i would say say writing see if you want to just write for the pleasure of writing nobody's questioning you but then if you want to sell it to a publisher you better get into that sphere of the what the publisher would want and probably you would uh, agree more on this because you publish so many books so you know like you just can't write in anything under the sun you know a circle under which you need to bring that creativity on Brilliant, Harish. For the benefit of the viewers and listeners, I want you to give a sampling of all the things that you are working on currently. Ah, okay. <laughs> so one uh, disclaimer: Don't think I'm crazy and a nut job here at this moment. <laughs> From one to another. So feel free. Go ahead. <laughs> one like personally like i believe uh, and i've got a lot of uh, reinforcement from uh, the great einstein itself who used to dabble around with 15 16 projects at one point of time so i said okay i have not still touched 16 projects at one time so i'm like good there so primarily what i do is i run the production house uh, hypnotics so as part of hypnotics we make uh, industrial films corporate films commercials music videos and stuff like that a lot of it goes towards creating learning content for corporates you know uh, industrial safety in terms of process orientation so that's like one of the core uh, content that we do and uh, that apart we do a lot of work with a lot of digital agencies they want audio visual content done for them so we act as like the, the specialized arm of working with different agencies developing audio visual content so we more like a content company so we develop audio visual content and deliver then as part of out the box i'm into designing a lot of experience centers and galleries uh, i recently finished uh, one of india's largest uh, marketing place called market of india so we designed a 27000 square feet experience center so uh, that has come out and that's active and we developing a lot of audio visual content for them so as well to keep the experience center active in its sphere uh, we currently designing uh, a gallery for uh, shankara on his life and this we had already done one gallery so we doing the second gallery uh, for the shankara mart in terms of that's an amazing experience because it's completely on a different tangent one is a marketing angle the other is on a uh, spiritual angle designing a space uh the third is for a we working on for a hospital uh, though i can't disclose the name of the hospital and others is it like a unique birthing center so we creating the whole experience of a birthing center in terms of large screens mood lighting so the whole birthing experience is uh what i would say sensory in terms of the audio sound visual and the whole thing coming so together the, the baby is born creative <laughs> yes <laughs> so that apart and of course uh 
the virtual world is there by where i keep doing workshops uh, talks uh, my physical outbound workshops have not happened uh, for want of uh, the covid and other things but yes on the virtual platform uh, training running or managing a platform and then lots of virtual events emceeing so it's i would say no complaints uh, you know uh, it's kept me busy from maybe we've had the shift done but then uh, my plate is like i'm happy juggling these things across <laughs> with all of this harish on the creative plane when can we expect your book to come out <laughs> i knew pravin is going to so i've always been off the record on this front but then now that pravin has caught me online and i'm committing so i would ensure uh, by 2021 i'll have the book ready oh so we are looking forward to it Uh, it's tentatively titled. I've started work on it. It's titled Out of the Box. So it's more on how to live life out of the box while you're still in the box. Right. Now, I would of course request you to share um, your tips here, very specific to a lot of people who think they are introverted and therefore uh, shy away from any sort of creativity, or even when they are creative, they. fall prey to the imposter syndrome they don't want other people to know about it it is like my friend who writes the exam like this not that we want to have the answer but harish as somebody whom i have seen um, stretch the entire creativity sphere uh, and um, therefore i would look at your response to people like this who are holding back rather than unleashing themselves what would your tip be for them okay Uh, very i i can take this from my own personal example um till about midway in my school uh i wasn't that extroverted as a child or anything you know uh, though i had my liking you know i would be i would love to go out and play my sport and other things but barring that i was like pretty much uh, on my own maybe dabbling doing some artworks or doodles and you know pretty much that kind of a boy you know who would sit and do that but at some point of time in my uh, schooling days what happened was uh, i had this transition i had to move my dad moved us into a different city uh, different language different culture but then there it was a need because you had to change your mode you had to adapt to that new language you had to speak that pressure put me on to start thinking okay i need to do you know it was the surrounding and then step by step there were things in school and after school activities i started going to different forums you know there was like jcs and stuff like that which actually where they would say i used to be like that kid with all those senior guys they said go give this vote of thanks you know go do this uh, introduction of the uh, speaker and stuff like that and that prompt me to go out and do something you know i would do that mistake or whatever happened but then i would go out and do that that is what i would say is the fundamental thing you know forget that failure forget what you know what you don't know be bold and go out and say something or do something because that the moment you take that failure out of that system right you'll just go hey what the hell is going to happen man i'm going to just go and say it or i'm going to just going to do that painting or i'm going to just write this stuff and moment you do that 
you will see yeah you will probably fail two times i think by the third time you would have picked up what needs to be done i could never speak uh, confidently english in terms of 10 people but today if you put me in front of a thousand people i don't think i'll have uh, i'll get excited rather to go out and speak in front of thousand people and that's that's the final thing you know like in the whole that ad they say dar ke aage jeet hai types you know it, it is actually very true you know it's that little fear and syndrome or we overthink that's also a, for a, from being very creative you know you also have that other uh, syndrome where you try to make it all perfect you know i cannot show this product i used to have that uh, at some point of time in my career too you know where you used to say you know what uh, i don't think the video is still that good you know i need to edit more i need to color correct it i need to do it. so you end up tweaking 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 so there is no end to it at some point of time you say okay i'm drawing this line i'm going to let the world decide and don't be to bother take the right feedback move ahead do more so it's all about doing more stuff out there and you are going to master the craft beautiful locatius says go bonkers with your creativity we have a question that's coming what are the benchmarks for creativity hmm are there any <laughs> no, yes i think the first benchmark is you it's like it has to appeal here it has to appeal here first well harish has just stepped out and until he comes back let me go ahead and answer the question for you Con continuation with what harish was talking about is there a benchmark the benchmark is you and i would use the same metrics that harish spoke a few minutes ago in terms of going ahead creating and releasing it to your limited circle you need to know whom you have to go ahead and take um, the creative feedback from that would be the second point and third if you ask me is to go ahead and do it building on what harish said that the more you do the more you put it across to the world the world starts getting closer and coming more and more towards you so ragul i hope i have answered that question across well one quick take failure out of the system that keeps coming back and that is brilliant and that would be one key message that i would go ahead and talk about um, uh, in terms of what we are looking at what is creativity beautifully put forth by uh, uh, harish and with that we would bring it to a wrap if you have a whole lot of questions we can go right ahead and take it up harish um, we will coordinate and harish will provide the answers across to you right do you have any further questions here folks because to me um, as an outlier marketer it always comes down to what is it that we can do something new what envelope can we push what box can we screw what else can we do to shake things up because the normal he mentioned about darkya ge jeeta from mountain dew but i grew up in the seven up fido dido times when it says normal is boring so we have these two options um a question on the benchmark did come out if you ask me what books well as an outlier marketer it is always uh, j conrad levinson that we are talking about harish has just stepped right back in harish you were talking about the benchmarks for creativity and you started off saying you as the first step i did go ahead and do some fill up but the question comes right back at you i think <laughs> i let me get that point like yes it's you and i think the camera said how can it be you and then the power just blacked out for a couple of seconds but i think 
So, but I think the reality for this whole uh, thing is because the world need not set the benchmark for you. You know, it is the benchmark is set by you. You know, whether I have to set it up here, here, or do I keep increasing this on a daily level? I think you don't need affirmations. You don't need a feedback from people to tell you like, this is where you need to be or you've done a great job. No, I think if it appeals to you, uh, and if you feel great about that whole exercise of what you created, I think you've done justice. But then, yes, if you have to, if it is a project, you're doing it for somebody, better meet that benchmark what they are setting. Because that's, I tell uh, a lot to my people in my team, you know, because they always have this little conflict, you know, you know what, I want to do a creative stuff and this is what it is. I said there are two sets of things. When somebody is paying you money to get a particular job done or a task done, then that benchmark is set by that person as to what he wants. So if you meet that benchmark, you're a great creative guy because you met out that expectation of what that person wants. Whereas if you are writing something or you're creating something, it is a personal benchmark. Like you're going and speaking out to an audience. If you made an impact to the audience, audience have felt great about it, you've set the right trigger. But then you just can't see, you know what, I like speaking anything under the sun. And the people out there who paid the ticket or spent the money and come and sat down and they are not getting their value for the money, then boss, you have not hit the benchmark there. So I think it's a fundamental difference in terms of understanding that is the benchmark difference. You know, a lot of people make the biggest mistake in this benchmark. They set some benchmark for themselves and they think the whole world should think that's a benchmark for them. No, it does not. What benchmark I set may not appeal as a sense because your benchmark is going to be different. But if you're going to do something together, we need to arrive at a common benchmark and try and achieve that. And that is the basic difference, I think, as creative people, as entrepreneurs, as business people who are constantly trying to do something creative, have to have that clarity about. Swati Maya drops in a comment, stop conditioning our brain. I think that's a very fairly um, a good point, Swati. A couple of more questions to you here, Harish. Uh, you did mention that you have varied interests and therefore you have various sources coming in, which I believe is key to creativity. What are those sources? What podcast do you listen to? Videos do you watch? What do you do? What are your sources of inspiration, Harish? Ah, um, uh, great source. I think the first and foremost source is the nature around me. People, places, things that are happening. I believe observation is one of the primary sources of uh, inspiration that I tell. And uh, touch wood, uh, I would thank one of my uncle who in when I was a little kid in Calcutta, he used to take me out and take me out to a lot of uh, art galleries and a lot of exhibits and things like that. Little did I know at that age, how is that going to impact? But today when I look back and start and say, hey, maybe that exposure triggered a lot. And he would uh, make me appreciate somebody who's making a caricature or you show me an artist. And that sense, and he said, you know what, it's all about observing people. So your stories are lying there, your sources of inspiration, and it's all around us. It's just that we stop seeing all this and you start seeing somewhere else. So I think the primary mode of inspiration, I think nothing beats this because this is like, super raw super powerful it's just that i need to have my eyes open to uh capture that and second 
I have uh, great regard to the speaking fraternity that I'm part of, where Pravin, you're also part of. I think a great humbling experience because great speakers, great contacts, great learning, they're always there to share and give. So I think this, I look back to this community because one, one little, little nuggets that I pick up here and there are like a million dollar nuggets that I pick up. So that's the second uh, source of inspiration. I really uh, look to that. And then, of course, uh, you know, books. Uh, I listen to a lot of audio books and uh, TED Talks are, of course, always there in terms of uh, what I listen and pick up. But then I keep it very varied in terms of uh, what I chew, in terms of right from looking at a YouTube reel to long form uh, content to sports. But I keep that mix so that that keeps my brain also kind of kind of shuffles and picks up little little uh, snapshots from here and there. Right. There's a question here from Indarjit Kaur. Both of us can take a stab at it. Why writers or content creators are not paid well? You are a content creator. And Indrajit, I can tell you, um, uh, Harish is on the upper tier of it. So Harish, you have to answer this. Why <laughs> content creators are... And you, you've climbed the ladder. I know you've climbed the ladder, but it will help if you can give your answer. <laughs> oh, there are a lot more to climb, Praveen. I'm, I'm <laughs> I think it, it, it is when you talk about uh, creative writers and stuff like that, it has to be in terms of knowing your worth. You know, people out there don't know that you're awesome. People out there don't know that you're damn creative. You make a great piece of work. And it is that difference. You know, people have to know that you like, like Praveen, you've written eight, nine books out there. Until you wrote that, people don't know that you were a great author. But that author was probably sitting inside you for years together. Now, Praveen, you know, you're pushing me to say, Harish, bring out the author in you outside. You know, uh, I have to bring that out, you know, but till I don't bring it out, nobody knows. They say, Harish makes videos, he does art stuff. Harish is an author, I don't know. So till I don't put it out. So the first thing for writers and authors, stop being too guarded of your work. You know, we write a few pages and we think that's the million dollar deal. No. Today, the world is all out about putting it out, you know, see what you can put out, you know, if you like making videos, you love being in front of the cameras, make a video. If you like writing, make books, do self-published books. Praveen here is an authority, we're saying where you don't have to and you can just go publish on your own without anybody's help also. And you can make millions out of that. And if you are an artist, make your artwork, show it to the world, it costs you nothing. But yes, it needs consistency. It needs that effort. I feel lots of creative people get caught up in this whole bubble and a lot of misguidance. Whereas in you use, you make that one piece of artwork or you write that one piece of book and you think, you know what, the world has to lord me. It does not come that easily. You have to be at the craft. Some people, maybe the cycle is a little quick. It happens to some. It takes a longer cycle that I don't know. That's maybe a bit of stars and other things around, but then we need to be on that track every day in, day out. And you don't know when that spark will take you up the ladder and take you up, but then we need to be on that road. If you're not on that road to creativity, I don't know, we get, we often get misguided and we miss that road at all. <laughs> 
lovely, lovely answer. Lovely. Uh, thank you, Harish. One final question to you. What is the one book that is close to your heart that you would recommend for all of us here, viewers and listeners? Oh, I, I'm like rereading this book. I would say The Design of Everyday Things is a book by Dan Norman, which is amazing piece of work, uh, uh, right from the cover to the simple content. You know, it, it gives uh, and every creative person should read that book. Not because of uh, it's some great piece of content written, but it picks up this whole thing. You know, if you are a designer, if you are a creative artist, if you are doing a product and you're putting out to public or for use, if people say it's not worked or it is not great or they have not understood, the fault lies with me because I have not communicated or put it, designed it enough for you to understand. So no use, I make a piece and you don't make head or tail of it, you know, then it is not great. So, so if I make a piece, it is the onus is on me to make it very clear and objective for you to understand and take it forward and appreciate that. So I think you that is inspiring and I would really urge every uh, creative people to actually read that. And of course, if you uh, like a bit of a psychological bent, I would say, uh, how to have a beautiful mind by Edward D. Bono. Uh, amazing book. It, it just talks about there's a lot of creativity thoughts there, in terms of communication thoughts there. Must, must read, I would say. Lovely, Harish. It's been great. You uh, always uh, continue to inspire, put that spark across at every interaction. It's been the same here. Thanks a lot for being a part of the Outlier Marketer Show. And uh, all you listeners and viewers, feel free to put your questions across. You can reach out to Harish, Harish Kumar on LinkedIn. Search for Hypnotics or Out the Box. Um, you can get out the box with live, you will get me. Yes, lovely. So thanks a lot for being a part until we see each other. Well, the Outlier Marketer Show is here to make you think, act, and be different. Thanks a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. And all the best, Praveen.